It's gonna be a good day. I don't know. He'd probably go, hey, y'all, uh, welcome back to What Would Jerry Do? I like it. And he would also say it's a Choose Your Own Adventure podcast. Uh, and then probably he'd say, I'm Chad. And I'm Eric. And together we are... Cherick. Nice. Yeah. And that's how we would do that. So we did that. And now we're here. Now we're here. Now we're here. Uh, can I tell you a story? I mean, I've told you the story, but I don't know if I've told the Cherichthrians. Chir- well, regale me again, Is that my how friend. we're... The Cherichthrians? I think that's where we landed. Cherichthrians? Yeah, sure. Cherichthriites? <laughs> I don't know. I, I, You know, either or. It's fine. Either or. So when we were... Uh, when I was growing up reading these books, has been previously established, right? Yes. Um... There's now in my adulthood, there's really only one book that I remember, and I don't remember the name of it. Mm. And I really only remember this one choice from this one book. Really um, stuck out in your mind. Yeah, for some reason. I don't remember why. And it was a choice about like you found a candle, and like one half of it was black and one half of it was white, and there was a wick at both ends, and you had to choose which end to light. And, and then, you know, different things happened. Um, and so I've been chasing this dream of like, through our like podcasting adventures, like stumbling on this book mm. and this choice, mm-hmm. uh, to hurl me back into my like 10 year old bedroom with a primary colored, uh, wallpaper and, uh, you know, Take me back to that place. Yeah, right on. Well, you think tonight's the night, perhaps? Perhaps. I, I have a good feeling about this book. Okay. Like, it has good potential. Yeah. Uh, which is why I chose it for uh, one of our options for tonight for you to pick. And I'm glad that you chose it. Uh, I did indeed. It had me intrigued. So, uh, I'm excited. And, I mean, look, hopefully we'll find this choice, man. Because, I, I mean, I want to know which, which candle in to burn. So Me too. And I hope... I mean, maybe this is, it would be sad if this is the book and we just don't get to choose that choice. Yeah, I mean, well, I'm going to be honest here, Chad, the odds are not in your favor. I know. So, How many endings does this book have? I think I said 14. 14? That's not bad. It's not bad. So, like, there's a decent chance, if this is the book, that we might stumble across it. There's a decent chance we've already read the book that it's in. Also true. And there's also a decent chance that there's still like a hundred plus books out there that we haven't read that this choice might also be in. And there's like 80 that we don't even own. <laughs> yeah, at least. So, we, you know, we'll see what fate has in store as far as, you know, sending but it back like to But like all the books whose names that we have read who I'm like, maybe mm. this could be it. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. this one has a lot of promise. I mean, that's really cool, though, uh, because... When I experienced these books in all my various ways growing up, as, mm-hmm. as we you know learned in uh, season one of Chirik, yeah. uh there wasn't really one in particular that really stuck out to me. You know, it was more like the adventure I was on with my grandparents, or mm-hmm. this particular region I was in in the country when I found the book, and those sorts of things. So, yeah. it had less to do with the choices and more to do with my actual life. Um, so that's really cool, man. I'm actually really excited, and I hope that we do find this choice. Uh, me too. I've never, you know. <laughs> As much as, like, I've, like, dreamt about it, I've never, like, tried to, like, Google it or, like, figure it out. I just want to, like, stumble across it someday and be like, this this is amazing. I mean, maybe if you don't stumble across it in a couple years, you know, who knows? Maybe be like, I really want to know. But Or, like, tomorrow or later tonight, (laughs) now that I thought about, like, trying to Google it. Can you resist <laughs> no. the temptation? Well, it's 2019. Uh, Chad, we should probably let them know what book it is we're reading tonight. Yeah, I mean, they might have figured it out from the title of the episode, but... um. Oh, that's clever. Funny, I go, funny every, how that works. Every time that we're like, try to keep it a secret or hold them in suspense, yeah, I'm man, like, wait, we put, the book, we put the book how title right there in the title of the episode. <laughs> Um, but tonight it's such a surprise for us right now <laughs> but tonight we're reading choose your own adventure number 122 magic mastered by the great edward matthew packard 
can't get past this now, Chad. How has this never occurred to me before? It oh occurs to me every time I I'm post the podcast. I'm such a fool. I'm such a fool. Uh, Magic hilarious. Master. Magic Master. Edward Matthew Packard. <laughs> the Matthew today. Huh? Yeah. Edward Matthew. Okay, well, uh, yeah, let's just get our wands out and uh, get some magic happening, shall we? Yeah, I'm into it. I feel like we already came together as we did. Jarek, so yeah, I, feel I feel like, like we can just jump right just, into it. Let's just... Uh, yeah, we're we're way on top of it. Today. Wand our way into this adventure. Wander, wander, wander. wander into the. <laughs> like, let us wander into this strange, mysterious house of of his. All right, here we go. Well, well, well. All right. Um, let me tell you what happened at the start of this book. That sounds like a great plan. I feel like there's three main characters that we need to dive into here. Let's do it. One ancillary character that I feel like is not important. Okay. Uh, Main character one, us. Right. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. We are obsessed with this magician called the Great Bonza, also called the Magic Master. Right, because he's so dope. Uh, Also, he's main character number two. The Great Bonza Magic Master. Hence the title. Um, He just moved into our hometown of Lakeville. Lakeville. Clever. Yeah. And uh, surprisingly, not on a lake, which is weird. Yeah, that we know of, yeah. Um, Anyway, so we're super stoked. Um, And then here enters the story, uh, third main character, our best friend named Jeff. So Jeff says... That uh, me, an ancillary character, Jeff's parents, uh, are getting tickets to the Great Bonza show in Parkville. Parkville? Not important. Yeah. Next town over. And <laughs> uh, and asks if we want to go. And we're like, of course we want to go. We love the Great Bonza. Uh, we duh. have, like, idolized this guy for years, right? Yeah. Um, so because magic is sick, fast forward to us at the Magic Masters show in <laughs> Parkville. View, I don't it, even know, it's fine. You said Parkville, that's what it is. We got Lakeville and Parkville. Um, anyway, uh, so we're patiently waiting for the show to start, and across the stage runs a Dalmatian. And behind the Dalmatian, we uh hear the Magic Master shouting, Spot, spot, stop. Come back. The show's not even started yet. What are you doing, you fool? And uh, and then all of a sudden, with the flashbang, Spot disappears. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. And then he's like, oh my gosh, Spot was my favorite dog. I can't believe he's gone forever, guys. This isn't a trick. I just can't do the show without him. If only Spot would come back. And then here comes Spot running down the aisle, back onto the stage. Huzzah! And everybody claps. Uh, and then we're in, you know, then we realize, wait, we thought he was joking. Yeah. We thought he was real, but he was just joking and the show's really started. Holy crap. The, no wonder they call him the magic master. Right. Anyway, uh, long story short, the show was great. Yes. And we're driving home from the show, us and our friend Jeff sitting in the backseat of ancillary character Jeff's parents' car. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and... Jeff and Jeff is like, man, I'd really love to learn how Bonza does his tricks. Mm-hmm. And we're like, dope. Yes. In. Yeah. Um, and so we're like, how can we do it? He's not just going to tell people. Nope. And uh, Jeff's parents, the ancillary characters, hear us talking in the backseat. And, uh, and, he's, and they're like, you know what? The people in town, they really don't like Bonza. They say that he does weird stuff at his house and he makes all the dogs in the neighborhood howl all hours of the night. And they've con like conformed, confirmed formed. What? I don't know. They got themselves together and established a group called the concerned citizens group. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't think conformed is the right word. No, it wasn't not even a little bit. They've anyway, congealed. <laughs> they've congealed into a group called the Concerned Citizens Group. And I imagine if it was 2019, like they'd just be like posting all over next door, like complaining about their mm. neighbor. Mm-hmm. 
and just make that makes me so happy. They would have gotten a Facebook group too. Oh yeah. Anyway, uh, so they're trying to like drive Vanza out of the neighborhood, right? But we're like, okay, we don't care about that. Like, we just want to know how he does his tricks. So Jeff's like, no, we have a good plan. We're like, what if we went over there and tried to become his apprentices, right? Mm-hmm. And then he would teach us all the tricks. And Jeff's like, yeah, it'd probably be a while before he showed us the, like the really cool ones, though. Oh, yeah, like, fair point, fair point. It. But also we become uh, our own magic masters. Yep. Uh, Jeff's like, counter argument. What if we just went over there and spied on him and learned all of his secrets? Hmm. Okay. Intriguing. Uh, so we go home and think about it. Right. And we, we make a plan with Jeff before we go home to like, we'll talk about it more after school tomorrow. So fast forward to after school tomorrow. (laughs) And we are sitting in Sam's soda shop to discuss our strategy. So if you say, let's ask Bonza to hire us as apprentices, we turn to page eight. And if you say other, or if you say, let's spy on Bonza and see what we can learn that way, turn to page 78. Hmm. Eric. Hmm. Um, I feel like the better thing to do would be to ask him, but I have a feeling that he's not going to be interested. But what if he is? He's getting so old. He has to pass on his secrets to someone. I mean, not necessarily. You think so? I think that's how magicians work. They pass down their secrets through generations by master apprentice relationships. Uh, so their magic and their trade can live on. That's how magic spread through the world. I thought they just died pathetically on the old men and everybody forgot about them. Uh, sometimes. Oh, okay. Well, uh, there's a lot. I mean, it feels like we need to try asking him. Like, at least go there and see if he's at all interested before we start being super creeps. You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so that would be my first decision. Or, like, my my first uh, instinct. Uh, how do you feel about that? Uh, yeah, I was kind of leaning that way. Yeah. Becoming a magician's apprentice seems kind of cool. It does seem cool. And, like, worst case scenario, if this one fails, then we could resort to spying on him. You know? Uh, potentially, yeah. Yeah. So I think that uh, that might be the best course of action. You know, option A, and then, if necessary, option B. Sure. Yeah. I mean, true. I mean, he could just say no, and then we're like, okay, and we go back and hide behind a hedge. And right. We're like, okay, we'll never bother you again. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Okay, right. let's go get binoculars, you know, mm-hmm. and our sweet spy cams and those sorts of things. Right. So. Maybe we plant, uh, you know, a few hidden microphones at a- his house absolutely. while we're in there. Absolutely. That would be clever. And... um Apparently, there's a lot of shady stuff that happens in his barn. Oh, okay. It said that in the book, too. I left that part out. Okay, I forgot that. Interesting. He's got a barn. Uh Uh-huh. Shady things happen. Well, he has a lot of animals. I guess that's true. He he did ride on a horse. There was a horse. I left that part out, too. It didn't seem important. It was very similar to the whole dog thing, in my opinion. So he kind of opened and closed with the same trick, which doesn't seem magic mastery to me. But it's fine. Or was the dog foreshadowing to his final act? Oh, well, I mean, there's an argument for that. But mm-hmm. is foreshadowing in a magician show really important? It's kind of like a callback. You know, what do you say when you're writing stuff and it's like you set something up early on in the story and oh, it pays off set, later in the story? It's called a setup and a payoff. Yeah. You nailed it. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I can see that. But like... For a magician, you don't want to do the same act to open and close your show. Like, that just seems kind of lazy to me. Granted, the horse one was a little bit different, but it was essentially the same thing. Anyway. You're right. We're a we little off topic. Let's just let's, let's, go ask Let's him. be cops. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Let's be cops. Like that movie. I, I don't know. I don't it was know. on TV today. It was. It's called Let's Be Cops. Okay. How was it? Were the cops? Hilarious. Oh, nice. Very good. Okay. Well, let's, uh, yeah, let, let's go be cops. And by that, I mean, let's go. Ask yeah, become magician's yeah, apprentices. Okay. Yeah, all right, we all understand. We're on the same page. Okay, great. <laughs> all right. You know, 
I feel like our curiosity is a running theme in these books. And it often gets us into trouble, my friend. You know, we could have given it up in, like, season one, and it wouldn't even be a problem. That that was never an option, Chad. That was never an option. I would never do it that. It was an option. I, we read it. <laughs> it was literally an option. But it was never an option to me. I remember being very fiery about that choice, and apparently I still am. So... Damn it, our curiosity might get us in trouble and killed occasionally, but I still would never give it up. Okay, well, let him know what it so, got us into this so, time. Well, you know, technically it hasn't gotten us in anything yet, but... Uh, probably but will. Probably, probably will. You should probably worry about that. So, uh, Jeff agrees with our plan to go check out Bonds' house and ask if we can be his assistants. So we bike over there after school to Chestnut Street. Ow! Okay, sorry. That was my bad. <clears throat> cable. Cable in the way. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so we bike over to Chestnut Street. And when we arrive, we, we peer through the narrow opening in these high hedges that surround Bonds' uh, Victorian mansion, essentially. Ooh. Um, yeah, it's super impressive. It's very old, and it's got these steep pitch gables and a lot of balconies and vines. Cov- val- I, I think I said balconies. You did. I wasn't going to call you off on it. Thank you, thank you, but I I caught myself on that one. Uh, Balconies and vines is what I was... And turrets. Is what I was saying. And turrets, yes. And uh, like one really high one, like something you'd see on a castle. So immediately we're kind of enamored with this amazing looking house. And, uh, you know, so so we park our bikes just inside the hedges and we walk up to the front door. Uh, We ring the doorbell several times. Bing bong. Yeah, several times. Bing bong. Bing bong. Perfect. Bing, and, bing, uh, bing, bing, bong. No one answers. No one answers at all. So, like, we put our door on the... We put our... I just can't speak tonight. You're going to have to do all of this for me. This isn't Probably. happening. Eric's drunk, guys. Uh, 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 we put our, our knob on the hand, and then we turn it, and it's unlocked. Strike that. Reverse it. Okay, that one was on purpose. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hand so, on the knob. So, we open up the door, and it's unlocked, and we're shocked. Uh, but we call out inside. We're like, hey, is anybody home? And there's no reply. No answer. Right. So we just figure he must not be here. And it's strange that he leaves his front door unlocked because there's probably lots of valuable things inside, right? Yep. Uh, so we try to shut the door, but Jeff stops us. And he like kind of whispers in our ear. He says, this could be our chance. Now is, now is the time to go take a look around. I'm dying like to see what kind of stuff is in there. Jeff is a bad influence. Yeah, but, you know, he's our best friend, so it's fine. Uh, we're definitely curious to go inside Bonds' house, but we're also worried about, you know, the repercussions of what happens if we're caught. Uh, like, we could get into trouble. And Jeff's like, what trouble? Chances are he won't even notice, and if he finds us, he'll just kick us out. Not a big deal. And we're concerned he might call the police. And then Jeff, you know, he shrugs it off. He's like, what's the big deal? They're not going to put us in jail for being curious. We didn't technically break in, you know? It was unlocked. Yeah, it's fine. That's not trespassing not or anything. Stole it's anything. Fine. It's definitely trespassing. It's not trespassing or anything. It's fine. <laughs> so, you know, that's what a 14-year-old would say, I'm sure. Maybe. Uh, if they were as unwise as we are. And so we're tempted, everybody. Of course we're tempted. So uh, if we go inside the house and look around, we turn to page 13. If we decide against it, We turn to page 32. And this is where our curiosity gets us into trouble. Because um, we definitely want to go inside this house. No, yeah. I mean, that's for sure what we're doing, right? Yeah. So there's not even any point to to debate anything. No. Like, we we both know the pros and cons of these decisions. Yeah. And clearly one of them is the wiser choice. They've been weighed out multiple times. But, uh... Over the last, like, 55 episodes? Is that crazy? Are we going to choose the wise choice? Nah. Probably not. Because that's not what Cherik would do. No. And this podcast is what would Cherik do? Cherik... Would do the unwise thing most would, of the time. Would go look around. Yeah, he a, wouldn't steal anything. House. No. Or yeah, we're not like break anything. Or, yeah, no. And also, his door was unlocked. Totally fine. And maybe he's inside and just didn't hear us. And it's totally not. And trespassing. we came to find him. Yeah, to, to make sure that to, he was alive. Well, and also to ask the apprentices. Also very true. So really, we have nothing but good reasons to go inside. 
Yeah, it's not like we're trying to rob him. Definitely not. Jeff will probably want to rob him. I feel like what Jeff's if he a needs real bad influence. Well, then we can stop him when it comes to that decision. But uh, if it comes to lighting one end of a candle, we're definitely going to light that candle. So. We'd have to light one end or the other. It was a two-ended candle. Oh, I see your point. Well, let's go inside. Yeah, we're not going to find this candle if we don't. That's the truth of it. Like your attitude, pal. <laughs> okay, let's turn to page 13. Wow. That's kind of a tough one, Chad. It really hits us right where we right where we live. It really you does. Know. Yeah. Nope. This is good. Okay, I'm gonna think about this. Like you wanna be curious? In in what way would you like to be curious? Right, right. How else would you like to explore? This way or this way? Uh let me tell you, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try to keep it in a hushed tone as as we are sneaking yeah, through at home. As we creep through his house. Uh so we sneak into the magic master's house. And we enter the uh, first room, presumably the living room. It's quite dim. Uh, the curtains are open, but, uh, you know, it's still pretty dark in here. It's weird. I think it's the parlor. I think uh, uh, parlor. Think, yeah. The, parlor. The old Victorian home would have a parlor. Parlor. Sure. Okay. Here's the first number one creepy thing is that uh, Jeff's kind of looking around. But the first thing we notice is like this big painting. It's a big like portrait of a man. And his eyes look like super realistic, mm. almost as if they're following us as we uh, move around the room. Uh, and we kind of wonder for a minute if uh, Bonza could be hiding behind the painting, watching everything that we do. I always thought that stuff was creepy, man. Right? In the movies, like anytime that stuff happened, always. I was like, always. Oh my God. Anyway, um, okay, so. Jeff's like, so after a while, like our eyes kind of get accustomed to the darkness Mm -hmm. and Jeff's like, come on, let's go to the next room and see what's in there. Uh, So we start tiptoeing over to uh, the doorway at the far end of the room uh, to keep exploring the mansion. Mm -hmm. But as we do uh, on a dusty old bookshelf full of very, very old books whose bindings are practically crumbling into dust. One particular book catches our eye, bound in brilliant red leather, mm. and inscribed on the spine in gold. It says, Secrets of the Great Magicians. Oh. And we're like, Jeff, 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 Jeff. <laughs> Just like that. And and we're like hitting him. We're like, Jeff, 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 look, look, look at the book, look at the book. And uh, <laughs> that's exactly what I would do. <laughs> I love it. It's so real. And and he's like, oh, man, I bet there's all kinds of good stuff in there. And we're like, okay, but what should we do? Should we? So, I mean, you know, we could keep exploring the house and go into the next room and see what we find. We could come back to this book later. Or we could stop now and see what is inside this book. Mm-hmm. So if we decide to look in the book, we turn to page 37. If we decide to look into the next room, we turn to page 15. So oh, the question is, like, do you want to explore the contents of this tome or explore the contents of this mansion? I mean, if I'm Eric talking. Sure. Eric would want to explore more of the mansion. Uh-huh. Why? Straight, straight up. Um, just, I mean, I just love old houses and I, and I love like the idea of sneaking through them and seeing what other things we might be able to find around this old brilliant house. Um, that's just something that I could really get into. <clears throat> As Cherik though, our intention is to learn the secrets of being a magician. So sure. there's a lot of me that's like, well, this seems like maybe a good way to do that. Since we haven't encountered the man himself, this book could probably reveal many of his secrets to us. So I'm, I mean, I'm a little bit caught in between, but I think honestly, the explore more of the house is more intriguing to me personally. Um, here's my thought. I think when we start, like, pulling things off of shelves and 
snooping, reading yeah. people's books and really start snooping through things. Like now we're going from, hey, the door was unlocked and he wasn't home, so we just kind of walked in and we're kind of wandering, to like, we are purposefully trying to steal your things. Right. We're we're perusing your stuff and touching things and yeah, I can see that. You know what I mean? You know, as if we, we haven't a crossed a line already. That's it's a, maybe crossing it's a, a line. It's a really blurry line. We're walking right on it. It's not as though we're trespassing. No, I mean, we... Right. But, like, touching uh, his things, that's maybe too but much. But, like, reading through, like, pulling books off the shelf and starting to read through them without asking him about them. Right. If we do want to become his apprentices... That's probably not the best way to make an impression. Yeah. I could see that. You know? Yep. I, I could like, see that. Like, we could still run into him in this house and be like, oh, my gosh. I can't believe it's you. Sorry, we just kind of walked in, but the front door was open. Right. Here's, you know, we'd really love to be your apprentices. Your place is so amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you tell me more about this book? Right. What about this, like, magic other feather over here? And what's that hat? And, you know. Oh, here's a rabbit. Yeah. yeah a yeah, rabbit yeah. skeleton. No, ooh. Ooh. You kind dark. of forgot about it. Right. <laughs> Left it in the hat. Yeah, it's a little too long. <laughs> yeah, poor rabbit. Uh, okay, so let's, you know, let's but keep I'm exploring. like, I'm like, and I think exploring the house uh, while fulfilling our curiosity uh, somewhat protects our uh, chastity. Okay, interesting word, but I see where you're going. Uh, no, I think you know. I was going you, for an interesting word. You nailed it. Thanks. Uh, I think that you have good reasons for choosing that choice versus my just like gut instinct and what I want to do. So it seems like we're on the same page to me. And what page would that be? 15. Okay, great. Okay. Um, I'm not going to lie. I got pretty confused there uh, in the middle. Yeah? Yeah. I didn't even read that much. How did that confuse you? I'm really confused about like the layout of this room that we went into and well, like what's in there. All of this is strange to me because I think we're still on the first floor and yet they keep talking about skylights in, in the ceiling. And they were, I don't, it yeah, was definitely like a three-story house. But we digress. Uh, let me catch you up, folks. Magic. Magic. That must be the answer. It's magic. magic. Mirrors. Magic mirrors. Uh, okay, so we whispered to Jeff, uh, you know, forget the book. Let's keep going. Let's explore. So uh, we step into the next room, which Abanza has uh, apparently made into some sort of magic storeroom because it's filled with all sorts of things like woodworking equipment, drills, sawhorses, cabinets, and wooden boxes, curtains, mirrors, ropes, pulleys, glass balls, bottles, film projectors, cables, and all sorts of other strange things. Um, and then there's a shaft of light. Shining through the skylight. Strange. And we can like see all the dust particles hanging in the air and that we're breathing in, which is just Maybe it's just like a really high window and it's more like an angle. Maybe. Okay. It's coming in from the side, maybe. Yeah. Not not from... Okay. Well, we'll go with that. Uh, And so, you know, we point at the big cabinet in the middle of the room. We're like, let's look in there. I bet there's some cool stuff in secret compartments. Uh, and Jeff has already moved towards the cabinet, but then he stops suddenly and he points through a doorway in the opposite wall. And we move to join him. And through the doorway, on a, on a very high table in the middle of the other room, is the largest cat we have ever seen in our lives. Like, it is the size of a medium-sized dog. That's how big this cat is. And all of its fur is standing on edge like it's full of static electricity. And its green slanted eyes are basically glowing at us, and it stares at us like it's staring into our souls, right? Is there a picture? No, actually there isn't. Damn. Uh, And Jeff is like, wow, that's some cat. Uh, And we're kind of freaked out. We're like, ooh, don't want that cat to jump on me. Um, But Jeff, Jeff is convinced that it's not real. He says, it can't be real. Cats just don't come that big. Like, we can't be ridiculous about this. It's obviously a hologram. And he wants to step closer to see if it's real or not. Uh, he's pretty sure it isn't, obviously. So he's, he takes a step forward, and suddenly a voice booms from within the room. And it says, and I quote, 
Beware! Turn back! Leave this house immediately! Uh-huh. And Jeff says, well, that's Bonza. I can recognize his voice from the other night. And we're, we, and we can't tell where it's coming from. So we're kind of confused. Uh, and we're, you know, we peer in the corners of the room to see if he's hiding somewhere. And we can't find him anywhere. So Jeff assumes that it must be a recording to scare people away, right? Uh-huh. It's got to be that. He's not really here. If we didn't want people coming in his house, he would have answered the door and told us to go away, right? Uh, but at the same time, the place is getting a little too strange with giant cats and booming voices. So, uh, Jeff recommends maybe we should get out of here. And that's our choice. So, if we agree to leave, we turn to page 46. Or, if we decide to stay and find out if the cat is real or not, turn to page 29. Chat. Yeah? Do you think it's time to hit the eject button? Let me take you on a thought journey. I love thought journeys. Please regale me again. Uh, when we first started uh, recounting these pages to our uh, listeners, the Chirik Threeites, um, I was very much on the we should get out of here camp. Okay. However, I've been noodling this over the last 25 minutes that you took to summarize um, <laughs> those two pages. Well. And in excruciating detail. Oh, Chad, it's called painting a word picture. Oh, a spectacular job. I know you're it familiar with word, it. Word mural. Because I've um, taken many naps while we recorded this podcast. <laughs> anyway, um, I started thinking, if there, if I was a magician... And I had all kinds of stuff in my house to do magic. Mm. And I knew people would want to come into my house Mm. and steal my things. Mm. I would set up some things to deter them. Mm. Now, a normal person would say, see a giant black hat and run away. Yeah. However... The select few who understand magic and what it is and might have a purpose and uh, to be in my home or perhaps, you know, have a knack for the uh, magical arts Mm -hmm. uh, would understand that this is a test, if you will. Smoke and mirrors. Smoke and mirrors. Right. The dog didn't really disappear. Right. The horse didn't really disappear. It's an illusion. Right. And so I think that if we are on a mission to right. become magical apprentices, which is the premise that we set ourselves on. Absolutely. To run away now would only prove that we are definitely not worthy to become a magician's apprentice. I see your point. Because we have fallen for the simplest of ruses. Mm. Yeah, you know what I mean? Undeserving, yeah. I think it's a test. Absolutely. I think it's a test. And I think if we're going to pass the test, we got to investigate further. We have to uh, face said giant cat, who I hope is not the witch from the Mystery of Chimney Rock. I mean, I think that cat was much smaller, like a normal sized cat. Probably, but she's a shapeshifter, so you never know. Also true. That would be an intriguing plot twist. Anyway, uh, that's my that's my thought journey. I don't know if I've convinced you one way or the other. I mean, this is already the choice I wanted to take. <laughs> but once again, your reasoning behind it has really left me astounded and really impressed. I'm taking this book seriously. You really are. But what I really appreciate about you, about you, Chad, is that like you always have good reasons for the things that you do, I think. Whereas I am much more of like a gut instinctual, like this is what I want to do just because I want to do it kind of guy. And uh, uh-huh. I just really appreciate that you always have like a really well thought out reason for the things that you want to do. I am. Yeah, I am an overthinker. But I think it really, it really, uh, it really helps, and it really pays off on this partnership that we have. As yeah. Charity. Oh, for sure. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, you didn't have to agree so solemnly with that, but that's. Okay. I mean, no, I agree that you know, <laughs> we are, uh, you know, two sides of the same coin. Yeah, absolutely. Yin and yang. Well, that's the if truth you will. Yeah. 
One can't exist without the other. Well, no. Yeah, it would just be Ch or Eric, which I am, so it's fine. Yeah, weird. <laughs> okay, well, uh, let us turn to page 29 and find out if this darn huge cat is real or not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, um, it was a test, but I don't think it was the kind of test we were looking for. No, I don't think so at all. Nope. Uh, so there's that. It was more of a temptation. Yeah, I think I think we we uh, we definitely fell for that temptation. Yeah, we succumbed. We suck. Oh, the good good word. Thank you. Um. So. Here's what happened. Um, we move towards the cat. We're like, Jeff, we def got to see what this cat's all about. And he's like, okay. And uh, so we move towards, and we're like calling out. We're like, hey, kitty, kitty, oh, kitty good, kitty, good kitty, good, kitty, good, 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 pretty kitty. Yeah. You know, because we're like, if it is a real cat, we want this cat to be in a good mood. Right. It and it like starts purring at us. Right. And so Aww. we're like, ah, and Jeff's so like, cute. it is a real cat. And so we like boldly walk into the room. Yeah, we're like reaching out (coughs) to touch it. And a trap door falls underneath of us. Like the floor comes out from underneath of us. We fall through a trap door Ah! only like three or four feet into like a bale of hay. Straw. Okay, right. Softly, unhurt, unharmed. We're fine. But it's pitch black. And the door uh, closes and slides shut above us. Right. But pitch black, so we're like, great. And uh, Jeff is like, oh, we tell Jeff, we're like, okay, let's just wait here. Just sit here for a little bit. First off, are you okay? He's like, yeah, I'm fine. Okay, let's sit here for a little bit. Let our eyes get used to the dark. And we'll figure out a way out of here. Right? It's like pitch black. We're like, okay. And so we both sit there for a little while. And after a while, we're like, "Uh, Jeff, can you see anything yet? And he's like, yeah, no. And we're like, yeah, me neither. He's like, maybe we're like, maybe we should just call, like, crawl around and see if we can find something. That seems like a good plan. You know, we got to find a way out of here because what if the Great Bonzo is, like, not even home? What if he went on tour? He's going to be gone for months. We could starve down here. Just two skeletons hanging out. Yep. In the trapdoor. Um, and so we start crawling in opposite directions. And um, then we both run into a wall. He's like, Jeff's like, I found a wall. And we're like, so did I. And so we're like, crawl, you know, feel along it to see if you find something. And so we're like feeling along our wall and and he's feeling along his wall. And we find a uh, like little wooden door and we open the door and bright sunlight starts pouring in, almost blinding us. We're like, Jeff, 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 come on, come on, come on. We got to get out of here. And uh, we run through the door. It opens up into Bonza's backyard and we run around the house you know, down the sidewalk, across the hedges, and out, you know, into the street. And we're, and Jeff's like, I think I've had an, enough of the great Bonza for a while, right? And we're like, yeah, I think I'm going to just keep watching his magic shows from a good, safe distance. The end of the book. Right. Well, it could have been worse. We're alive. Yeah, we could have been trapped there and then died. Yeah. So we should consider ourselves fortunate. Uh, but now we have to decide what to go back to. And I think we maybe both know what we want to go back to. Really? Well, maybe not. Maybe that was an assumption. Um, You know what assuming does? It makes an ass out of you and me? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought that was a trick question for a second. No. Okay, good. I'm glad I went with my gut on that. Uh, it's like... What clever thing does Chad have up his sleeve this time? Nothing. I'm not that clever. I don't know about that. You should give yourself more credit, pal. Uh, this book. This book on the shelf. Ooh. Uh, that was... I saw a picture of it on another page that I wasn't supposed to be reading. Oh, look at you. Well, I had to read the adjacent page like it was... You did not. That is not the way we do things. No. It was... The picture was on page thirty. Five, and oh, I had, had to, read to read page okay. 36. I see what you're saying. And it was so, right so you there. you saw the picture, but you didn't read anything. Yeah, it looked interest- okay. intriguing. Well, see, that's why I thought maybe it would be a good choice. Because um, it's definitely the one thing in the house that I think that we could go back to and still be inside of his house. 
Yep. Uh, and I think maybe it could lead somewhere intriguing. What if we? What if running away doesn't actually make us well, run away? There is always that option. Yeah. Many times these things do lead into something else. Like we run away and something scares us and we run up the stairs. Uh, okay. So wait. What what choice was that that you're talking about? Uh, we could like get the f out of here or go look at the cat. Oh, okay. Just the choice that that, yeah. that we did. Um, but reading the book seems intriguing. Well, I I see what you mean, though, that potentially the other option of running away is not also an ending. Right. No, I don't think it's also an ending. The odds of that are slim. And, and like, we chose the, like, one we thought was, like, more interesting to, like, go investigate this cat. And it right. was an ending. Right. But maybe running away, tip Ed Packard... Leads to a much more cooler story that we would have never expected. Because who's going to just run away? But also reading this book sounds pretty cool. I mean, I think... What if by reading the book we like learn all the secrets of all the magicians and we become... Well, see, that's pretty cool. You know, great cosmic powers. Itty bitty living space. <laughs> you know? I Nope, I totally get it. Uh, and we've already experienced the itty bitty living space. So, True. So, I mean, all that's left is the cosmic powers. Right. You know, logically. Logically. That's clearly We've what We've ruled what one out. Is. Yes. So, clearly, it's the other. I mean, I think the book could be really cool. Let's do that. Okay. Let's read it. Let's go read that. We'll go back and we'll read that book. Let's read that book. Uh, we didn't really talk about it, but do we have a, a musical number? Oh, I don't have one on top of my head. Yeah, me neither. Maybe it'll come to us later. Maybe I'm sure we can it will. do it later. No, nothing has inspired us in, into singing just yet. No, but, we were singing ahead of this. Well, yeah, we were singing our pump up jam, but I don't think yeah. that that's really appropriate. No, it's all it's such a good pump up jam it is, though. It is. But it's you know, but it's just for us. That it doesn't is. need to be for everybody. No. Everybody has their own pump up jam. Absolutely. If Absolutely. you don't have one, go find one. Text me, man. I will share mine yeah, with you. It's we have amazing. a great amazing. You probably already know it, but uh, just in case, you might not. You might. A lot not. of people might not. Maybe not, but they're missing out. So let's go read this book. Pump, pump the jam, pump it up. <laughs> you know that from Jock Jams? Nah, nope. I got, <laughs> I got no idea, but I can dig it. Tell me what happened, Eric. I'm excited. So it's a great, it's a great story. Y'all. It's a good story. Um, so we pull the book off of the shelf, mm-hmm. and we're careful about to touch any other books, right? You know, we just want this one. The other ones are crumbling. Let's not touch more than we have to. So we set the book on the floor, and we open it to page one, and you know, in big bold letters, you know, it says chapter one. These are the biggest secrets, you know, like there are three yeah. main secrets that every magician needs to know about. If you're going to be a magic man, you got to know these three things. Exactly. Number one. And as we're looking at it, the words literally fade away from the page. You know what I think is funny? What? Could just a little quick sidebar. Quick. Every time we say the word literally when we're talking about like reading a book, and I think I said it earlier when we were talking about another like kind of book like literally and right. it's like literature and right. literally and lit, lit, it's it's like a funny like Turley. kind of pun but we're not trying to make a pun you know what i mean in a strange sort of a way i see what you mean yeah yeah that's all no pun intended naturally right uh but yeah so literally it fades away and so we forget to whisper and we're like this is terrible Jeff Jeff agrees. He's like, we're in trouble now. I didn't mean to damage any property. Uh, but then we see something else. And we're, and we're like, wait, look. The writing is coming back. And slowly the writing on the page becomes clearer and clearer. But the words are very different than the words that we were reading before. Oh, what are they? Uh, like Sanskrit. Let me read from the text here what these words now say. Oh, okay. So stoked. You have trespassed in this house. Tampered with property and caused damage. Leave immediately and never come back, or you will be arrested. Uh huh. So we carefully place the book back on the bookshelf. Yeah. And we freaking run out the door, right? And neither of us says a word until we get to the street. And we don't even talk much after that because there's not much left to say. And it's obvious that we're not going to learn any secrets from Bonza, the magic master. 
And the next day at school, we talked to our science teacher about what we saw. And we asked him, like, how could such a thing happen? And he simply says chemicals. You know, obviously, he didn't know exactly which ones. But he thinks that the ink of the first message clearly faded when it's exposed to light. And that the second message showed up when it was exposed to light. So, Uh simple things like that. And we kind of... um, decide that at least we've learned one of bonzo's tricks son of a bitch and that's that's the end that's the end of, of that of that um portion well so we really screwed the pooch <clears throat> on this book i feel like you know th- yeah this is like book number two i think in a row that we've really made some poor why choices we, on why are we off of our game however so hard? i feel like whereas in the black hole we kind of knew to a certain extent we were making poor choices i thought we were making legitimately good choices here uh, yeah no i think except that these... for i feel like that secret runaway choice was probably like the right one that we well, should have done now it seems like that's definitely the choice that would have been better. i would not have expected that reading uh, this book was a straight up ending i wouldn't have either but i think it kind of leads back to the point you brought up in the first place like we weren't touching anything and then we decided to defile a part of his house, you know, like right, the yeah. magic book that, you know, is so big and bold and obvious that clearly totally we, we, fell shouldn't, for it. Yeah, we shouldn't have gotten into it. And our curiosity, once again, got the better of us both times. We wanted Darn to read it. the magic book and we wanted to see about this cat. So, like, I really, really felt like the cat was a litmus test, if you will. In an interesting way, Chad. Perhaps what we have learned this episode is that getting what you want isn't always brought about by going after the things that you think will bring it about. Mm. That makes sense? Kind of. Like each of these choices, we wanted to learn more and we wanted to see the illusions and learn and understand. But we took it too far and we ruined it for ourselves. Yep. You don't always get what you want. <laughs> you can't always get what you want. But if, if you, you try, try sometimes, sometimes, you just might find you get, get what, what you need. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> and you get kicked out <laughs> of the magic master's house. And you try to pet a cat. And you fell down a hole. Because you tried too hard to learn all the secrets. Yep. So, that's that, man. Yep. (laughs) Per our rules again, we're done. We're done. Uh, Like, we can't, we really. There's no going back. We got to get better at this, right? Like, we were better at this. We. We, we, were slaying we, at the, we, we were better. slaying the end of last season. <laughs> slaying it. Yeah, we, we were putting we out were five hour podcasts because we couldn't make a wrong choice. Well, I mean, I guess for every up, there is a down, sir. I you know, guess. It, it comes in phases. I don't and, think uh, this was the book with my two ended candle in it anyway. I, it doesn't, you know, now that we're talking about it, it doesn't seem like a magic thing per se. Like it's more of a mysterious, almost haunted sort of a thing. Maybe. I know. I feel like it was I feel like I remember in my memory I have the impression it was very magic-y oh okay but not but this. not not that not this kind of like illusion stage magic like real mystical oh, magic oh okay okay I, I, there is a difference absolutely yeah. absolutely it's not trick it wasn't tricks right it was like wizards and actual yeah. like magic magic not illusions right and stage performances and sure. An old curmudgeonly magic masters. Maybe we should have chose that other house with that other book with the wizard on well, the front. Well, there's always next time, my friend. Because that <laughs> what book was that did one look called? awesome. Um, Mystery of a Hill or something. Oh, right. Yeah. So, something along those lines. I'm sure we'll get around to it because I was excited about that one. Uh, but yeah, I think uh, I think we're done for now. I think. I think Our we are. Curiosity definitely got the better of us. Gosh darn it! And uh, I mean, it's nothing. I feel like so, there's like, so much more this book had to, to offer. I, I know this is definitely like another one where I'm like respawn special. Oh, I feel like this book had a lot uh. more to offer, <laughs> and we did not deliver to you, our the yeah. listeners, or ourselves. We maybe butchered it, but or uh, didn't. 
Hey, and if you know about this book with the like two ended candle, will you freaking email us and tell me? It's been driving me nuts. Yeah, let Chad know. He's really for curious. like. Well, at least since we started doing this pod, if not off and on most of my adult life. That's <laughs> funny. It's uh, it's really held on like that. For but you. I've never Googled it. Well, I mean, you got to keep the mystery alive, man. But it's driving me insane. It's driving me insane. Well, I hope you don't go crazy, pal. I, I um, already am. And if you guys know which choices are the best ones for this book, also let us know. Right. Uh, hook us up. Give us a hand up because we need it. it. If you've <laughs> read it or if you have like any sage advice for us before mm. we record and read the next yeah. book, like <laughs> maybe you guys need to be more drunk. Right. Or like maybe, you know, we have not been nearly as intoxicated the last two podcasts as we were in other That's podcasts. actually a fair point. Maybe it is the drinking. Maybe we maybe make the better choices. Everybody makes better choices when they're drunk. <laughs> Or at least mildly tipsy. Yeah, a little bit of yeah, booze in your system. Yeah, we've never been like, okay, there was a couple there, times there we were... There have been a couple times we were a little too But most of the sloshed, time but... we were just right yeah, right yeah. at that line. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, maybe that's... Shots okay. before we'll, we start we'll next time. That. That's what... That's the that, secret. That's what this tells you? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm already excited for next time. Uh Anyways, I uh, hope you enjoyed this podcast. Nonetheless, yeah. it, this was a pretty great book. We might read it again, and, uh, honestly. Like, we just might. I think we should go to the barn. You know, I think Man. we should just straight up spy on him. There were only 14 endings, and we found two of them real quick. Real quick. Uh, good job, us. Yeah. And uh, better luck next time, I guess. So, until next time. I'd want to reread this more than I'd want to reread The Black Hole. I kind of agree with that. I can get behind that. Anyway, until next time. Uh, I'm Eric. I'm Chad. And uh, together we have uh, not been good at discovering magic mysteries as Cherik. Bye, y'all. All right. Peace, love, and Cherik.